So that was actually a great kind of kickoff. And Nathan will will not want this to be associated with what I got wrong because, Correct. you know, this I, was not, I, I still feel I'm not wrong about running. <laughs> I just wanted to like, let's, let's talk about this in a more intelligent way. I like that. I am not going to, not going to harass you too much about it right now. I'm going to think of things later, but not right now. Um, so guys, uh, I'm filibustering a little bit cause I want to give you time to think about it, but this is the, what I got wrong segment. Um, this can be, uh, talking about something about this last game that you got wrong. It could be something about a player that coming into this season, perhaps you thought differently than, than what they're doing now and you got it wrong. It could be um, about something even outside the Seahawks um, related to other things happening in the league that that uh, you've really got wrong. So point here is to uh, show, some, show, some, show some humanity. Um, and Jeff, uh, I'm kind of curious if, if uh, oh, yeah, do so you have something that jumps to mind uh, that, that you feel like you got wrong? Is that to me? Yeah, I know you've been you've been tweeting about this a lot, and I know the pass blocking numbers, their efficiency has really gone up the last couple of weeks. And yeah, the, the Arizona game you saw a turn, and like I think you were, you said they're the fifth rated passing block efficiency for Pro Football Focus entering the game. And I did not think there was a chance they'd be able to block Aaron Donald and Donald Sue and Brockers just based on what's happened in the past. And I just thought those guys would wreck the game plan. I thought it'd be so easy once the Rams got up to completely crush either the run game or the pass pro. And I was so surprised with the play of the Seahawks offensive line. And Tom Cable seems to be as bad or worse than we thought he was because Mike Solari has turned this group. So that's something Nathan and Evan definitely got right. But um, this group looks, by every measure since Fluker's come in, a top 10 offensive unit is an offensive line. And that breaks a lot of narratives nationally because everyone likes to laugh at Seattle's offensive line. But maybe I'm seeing things different. I got that wrong. I thought at best they'd be average, maybe 20th. But top 10 unit, and maybe it's a mirage based on who they've played, but they've played Chandler Jones. Marcus Lawrence, uh, Sue, Donald, Brockers the last three weeks. I, I did not see that coming. Mike Solari's done a hell of a job. Jermaine Effetti's playing well, functional. I probably still Evans thing right there. Um, <laughs> Fluker's been good. Sweezy, a left guard, has been really good. And Sweezy looked like a guy the first couple of weeks that was swimming. And uh, I just didn't see this coming. All right, Evan. Yeah, I think uh... – my take was specifically in reference to the Rams games this past this past weekend. Brian, I don't know if you remember me saying this, but I believed right before the game. I said there were two things that I thought must occur for the Seahawks to win that game on Sunday. Number one, it was keep the Rams to under twenty points on offense, and number two, get a minimum of two turnovers to win the game. Uh, they, I believe, they got two picks: uh, Tedra Thompson just before the half, and then Frank Clark. Um, in that like first or second drive uh, after the botched punt. But I really did not expect this team to be able to keep up offensively with the Rams this past Sunday. Um, I thought this was going to be a low scoring game. If Seattle had any chance, I thought their defense was going to come out balling. But as we know, Sean McVay and in all of his brilliance schemed guys wide open receivers were open all day long even the practice squad players that were playing in 
uh, Cooks and uh, Coop's absence. Players were wide open all day long. It's not like Jared Goff was making amazing throws. These were receivers with literally like five to six yards of separation. Throws that I potentially could have made as a quarterback in the National Football League. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm impressed that this offense hung in there on Sunday. Um, it, it's just weird that they were able to put it all together against this team. And it goes back to the playing up to the competition discussion. But I was wrong about that. I was wrong that the Seahawks could not keep up offensively with the Rams. And they did. And they almost won the game. So, you know, credit to them. All right. Nathan, I'm gonna I'm gonna go next here and then I'll hand it to you. So you're gonna steal my thing. I know it. Really? Uh, I think so. I don't know. I doubt it. So I, I I'm gonna say two things, and I'm I'm pretty confident neither of them are yours. Um, and if they are, I was wrong about that too. Um, <laughs> but uh, the first one is honestly, guys, I've had no confidence in Brian Schottenheimer as a as an offensive coordinator. Um, you know, uh, and I especially didn't think there was something he was going to do that was going to be the best in the NFL. I definitely didn't believe that. And so the Seahawks are sitting there number one in the NFL in red zone offense. Um, no way in a million years did I expect the Seahawks, who, by the way, Russell Wilson has historically not been a great red zone quarterback, um, a team that scored zero red zone rushing touchdowns last year um, that they were going to be number one in the NFL in red zone offense through five weeks against some pretty decent defenses. So that's, that's something I definitely got wrong. Was that yours, Nathan? Nope. Okay. And two, I, I thought Michael Dixon was going to be a lot more consistent than he's been. I think he has not been good enough. Um, I don't think he's, he's living up to my expectations and ring, ring of honor status. No, not at this point. I, I felt like he really let the team down last game. I think something that nobody talked about was his complete choke um, on the final drive after the Seahawks had to punt. Um, he had a short field. He could have pinned the team back. Evan knows I was saying, better get this inside the 10. He shanked it off his foot. It went out of bounds like the 30 or the 25 or something like that. I mean, it's like a 10 or 15-yard punt. Um, not good enough. Not good enough. Nowhere near my expectations for how good he's going to be. So um, that's that's my second. All right. Well, nobody stole mine. So, well, Jeff, maybe a little. But um, the thing I was wrong about was definitely uh, DJ Fluker and J.R. Sweezy. Mm. Uh, both of those guys have been very good. Um, I didn't have expectations at all for either of them other than Fluker, who I thought would be bad. Um, <laughs> But he hasn't been bad. I, I didn't understand the Sweezy signing at all. Um, but, you know, especially now with uh, Pozik being hurt and really losing his job to Sweezy, like it's it's apparent that, that was a, a really good signing for Seattle. And so um, both of those guys have been huge surprises. I think it's been a big part of why the offensive line has been successful. Um, and I was way off on both of them. Well, I, I feel the need to keep going. I was wrong about Brandon Marshall being able to contribute to this team. I was, I was not wrong about Brandon Brown Marshall being able to contribute to this team. Like, where the hell's Jaron Brown been? Everyone talks about Brandon Marshall. Like, Brown has been completely absent. Like, what's going on there? He's a third, fourth string receiver. That's what he's been all his career, and it's what he still is. He got beat out by. I mean, you got Doug back now, and Tyler is 
balling out and David Moore is ascending and Jerome Brown is a very nice fourth receiver. Is he? <laughs> I mean, I just haven't seen anything from, I mean, I guess he got one touchdown, um, but Brian, you're being affected by your emotional attachment to him in preseason. Like I was, and you saw him in training camp and you saw him getting targets on targets on targets and like seven receptions for a cabillion yards in the scrimmage game. I know exactly what you're talking about. You got emotionally attached to the hype just as I did. And I, I think it's your expectation level that I guess, I guess like, it's also like having watched him in Arizona for the past few years. I mean, the guy, he hurt us definitely a few times, but um, whatever the case, he has been a nothing pretty, a nothing burger. So, so, so far. So um, that was, that was a, a, a fun little but quick, down what I got wrong. Lane. Oh, Evan, do you have more you want to add before we close this? Not, uh, not more things I have wrong because I'm never wrong about anything, especially burger takes. Um, but the, just thinking about the, wait, 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 I made not, a concession about the running stuff. I feel like, do you have something you want to get off your chest too now, Evan, oh, about dicks and in and out? What? Is that where we're going with this? No, absolutely not. It's a safe place right now. It's not, like, it's not all, a safe place. We're <laughs> all being very honest. No, there's like, it's okay. the three of us. Oh, I have us. a concession. I, I have a burger concession. Oh, boy. Burger King is better than Dick's Burgers. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Uh, I, th that's the thing. I'm not even kidding. Not kidding. All right. But on to my real Seahawks take. I think they quietly had a good offseason in terms of um, offseason signings. I know we just talked about Jaron Brown or Jerome Brown not being – well, I mean, I guess there's still time on that. But when you think about it, Bradley McDougal, 4.5 mil a year, three years. He's playing like as a top three safety right now. He's a stud. Um, J.R. Sweezy and DJ Fluker both look really good. Um, and they're both on minimum deals, right? J.R. Sweezy was just hanging out there. No team wanted him, and Solari's doing a lot of good work with him. Um, I'm trying to think of other moves. Mingo, Mingo has quietly produced, you know, here and there. I think he, he, he made some good tackles. And, um, yeah, I think they had a quietly good offseason, honestly. Brought McNoogle back, too. Yeah. yeah. 